Hello, beautiful people, and welcome to Great Sex at 60, the podcast, where we explore the joys of discovering sexual pleasure at a more mature age. I'm your host, Danny with an E, and I'm thrilled to be here with you for our very first episode. In this first episode, we're going to delve into the power of intention, specifically my intention for wanting to discuss discovering sexual pleasure at 60. I understand that it may seem intimidating, but I assure you that this will be a candid, enlightening, and very honest conversation about how to demand, receive, and relish sexual pleasure as we age. Together we'll laugh, we'll cry, we'll learn, and share our experiences as we embark on this exciting exploration of our sexuality. So thank you again for tuning in. Now let's get into it. When I first thought of creating a podcast about exploring my sexuality at 60, I needed to examine my true intentions for wanting to discuss something so private and personal in a world where sex is often thought of as something exclusively for the young. It's not. Older people are here. We're still here. We're still vital. We're still having sex. I want to shed light on the fact that sexual exploration and fulfillment can happen at any age. I thought about how intimidating sharing my personal journey of sexual self-discovery would be and decided to do it anyway. I'm grown. We're grown. We can handle it. I will share my desires, explore new sexual experiences, and share how I finally found sexual pleasure in these later years of my life. I want to delve into topics such as the physical changes that come with aging, navigating relationships, dating later in life, and breaking down societal stereotypes about older women and sex. Look, I'm not sure what it is about the women of my generation, but we're out here being all vibrant and beautiful and sexy. But what you may not see reflected in my body is my sexual energy and confidence. If you're just looking for firm and thin, you'll miss the divine sexiness that I radiate. Have my sexual desires dissipated? My answer to that is there are no signs of decreased libido or an inability or unwillingness to try new things. Although I am definitely done with acrobatic sex. I just don't buy into the myth that I am too old for sex. I'm radiating more confidence and energy than ever. The only real downside is that it's taken me so long to get here. But I'm well past the age of wanting to have the same old boring, no orgasm having sex that I had in my youth. If I'm going to be satisfied sexually, I need to learn how to have better sex. But I also needed to realize that because bodies change, good sex in old age often needs reimagining and expansion. I need to learn how to enjoy different types of sexual pleasure, but not knowing how my body works put me at a disadvantage. So I decided to start at the very beginning. My first question, how do women orgasm during sex? Because as a youth, I didn't have many orgasms while having sex. And you think while you're doing it, when you're young, that you are. And it could be the adrenaline. It could be that you're in love with the man that you're having sex with. It could be all those things that are so thrilling. But at the end, do you actually orgasm? And that answer is probably no. That question led me down a rabbit hole of discovery. And where I landed was on becoming intimately acquainted with my genital anatomy, which led me to what I like to call the big three, the clitoral network that produces women's pleasure and orgasm. So let's talk about an important and often misunderstood part of the female anatomy, the vulva, the clitoris, 
and the vagina. These three interconnected structures play a vital role in a woman's sexual health, pleasure, and overall well-being. However, due to societal taboos and misinformation, they are often overlooked or misunderstood. So let's shine the light on these incredible body parts and learn more about their functions and significance. Let's start with the vulva, which is the external part of the female genitalia. It includes the mons pubis, the labia majora, the labia minora, the clitoral hood, and the vaginal opening. The vulva acts as a protective barrier for the internal reproductive organs and provides important sensory feedback during sexual arousal. It varies in shape, size, and color among individuals, and each vulva is unique and beautiful in its own way. Now let's talk about the clitoris, which is a highly sensitive and sexually arousable organ located at the front junction of the labia minora. The clitoris has a complex structure, 18 plus parts, and contains 8,000 plus nerve endings making it the most sensitive part of the human body. It's not just a small nub, as commonly believed, but rather a larger organ with internal and external parts. The clitoris is often referred to as the pleasure button and is crucial for female sexual pleasure and orgasm. However, it is mostly ignored, blame Freud, and stigmatized due to cultural and societal norms, blame patriarchal fear. The internal clitoris is the portion of the sensitive female organ that extends beyond the tiny button-like external glands we like to call the clit. The internal clitoris is four inches long on average and forks out along the sides of the vaginal opening towards the perineum. Only the tip or the glands of the clitoris shows externally. That portion of the clitoris can be easily stimulated. However, the internal clitoris may also be stimulated using a very powerful vibrator. The glands of the clitoris or the portion we can see is connected to the shaft of the internal clitoris, which is made of erectile tissue, just like the penis. Do I need to repeat that? I'll say it again, which is made of erectile tissue just like the penis. When erect, the shaft wraps around the vagina, tightening the vaginal canal. These two legs, or cura, extend down toward the spine, resembling a wishbone. Many people are able to increase their pleasure by stimulating the inner as well as the outer structures of the clitoris. Now, doesn't that sound remarkable? Come on. Finally, let's get into the vagina, pun intended, which is the muscular canal that connects the uterus to the outside of the body. It serves as a passageway for menstrual blood, childbirth, and vaginal intercourse, but most women don't orgasm that way. The vagina has the ability to expand and contract, and its walls are lined with mucous membranes that keep it lubricated and healthy. It also has its own unique ecosystem of bacteria that play a crucial role in maintaining vaginal health. 
Contrary to popular belief, the vagina is not just a passive organ, but a dynamic and complex part of a woman's reproductive system. It's important to note that the vulva, the clitoris, and the vagina are not separate entities, but rather an interconnected network of parts of a woman's anatomy. They work together to provide protection, sexual pleasure, reproductive function, and overall well-being. However, they are often the subject of misinformation, myths, and stigma, which can negatively impact women's health and sexuality. It is our responsibility to educate ourselves and others about the accurate and respectful information and understanding of these body parts. To sum this up, the big three, the vulva, the clitoris, and the vagina are remarkable and essential parts of a woman's genital anatomy. They deserve to be understood, respected, and celebrated. Let's break these arbitrary taboos, dispel the myths, and promote accurate and inclusive knowledge about these important aspects of a woman's health and sexuality. It's through these conversations that I hope to challenge outdated ideas about aging and sexuality and inspire listeners to embrace their own sexual journeys, no matter their age. So come along with me as I embark on a voyage of sexual exploration and discovery, specifically tailored for women in their 60s. But of course, women of all ages are welcome. Thank you so much for joining me today. I hope you enjoyed listening to Great Sex at 60, the podcast, and we hope to see you again soon. Take care. Bye. I'm so glad you joined me for today's episode of Great Sex at 60, the podcast. I hope you enjoyed the conversation and it gave you something to consider and explore in your own life. I'll leave a couple of links in the show notes that should help you on your journey. If you like what you heard, I'd be so grateful for you to follow or subscribe and write a quick review that helps other women like you find us. Thanks for joining and we'll talk again soon.